Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the world of work and how creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and rule breakers infuse their daily lives with creativity and curiosity. Do you know the power of your voice? Do you even know your own voice? I'm not talking about just the literal sound, but also the content, the life you've lived, the experiences you've had, the things you care about deeply, and the people you love or hate, all of which inform the words you use, the tone, passion, excitement, or downright disdain. People tell us our voice is powerful and that we should use it to express ourselves for the causes and cares that move us. And for some, they are told to sit down and shut up. As creative entrepreneurs, our voice is all these things and much more. It is why people hire or fire us, the revelation of our curiosities and creative expressions, and how we venture into the unknown and reveal what is to be known. And yet, we often choose to not do any of this and slowly give our power away, wondering why we aren't where we want to be at this phase of our lives. Show notes for this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 759. While you're there, you'll also find the entire podcast archive, links to the short documentary series and weekly newsletter, and the latest merch to show your love and support. Like Bob Ross, I love happy accidents. As I was working on artwork for this episode, one of the phrases I typed into Midjourney was exploring the unknown. And what's interesting is I was trying to type that, but what came out instead was exploring the unknowing. <laughs> that new phrase is infinitely more interesting because I go from exploring what I don't know to exploring what I no longer want or need to know. I mean, am I an intellectual pack rat? Probably. Is my brain full? Sure feels like it some days. What if there was a garbage disposal for the mind that breaks down the mind trash so that it can flush through your system? I know as I write this, I must have been influenced by an episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds that I watched last night, where there was a form of radiation on a planet which caused the crew of the Enterprise to lose any memory not connected to emotion. Such a cool premise for an episode. Well, these are delightful questions and thoughts, rabbit trails if you will, and while they are delicious to ponder, they are actually a perfect representation of how my brain works and what goes into this quirky and introspective nature of my voice. My curiosity loves to explore, to connect, and to share, and when I don't have the opportunity to do those things, my entire being begins to rebel first in physical sensations, then in my attitude, and finally in the words I use. I am a freaking enigma. But I digress, because I have Werner Herzog on the mind today. If you aren't familiar with him, he is a German filmmaker whose body of work is massive, diverse, and complicated. At the age of 81, he is still producing films, writing books, and showing modern filmmakers what it takes to make interesting films without the backing of major studios. One of my presents this holiday season, I can't remember if it was for my birthday or Christmas, they're very close together, was Herzog memoir called Every Man for Himself and God Against All. Great title. 
I've been slowly reading a chapter a night because I don't want the book to end, even though it's almost over. And last night, the chapter I read was called The Truth of the Ocean, in which Herzog describes the differences between facts and truth. In the chapter, he writes about his film about oil fires in Kuwait called Lessons of Darkness. At the beginning of the film, there is a quote he attributes to Blaise Pascal. The collapse of the stellar universe will occur like creation in grandiose splendor. He goes on to write that Pascal never said the quote and that Herzog came up with it himself. And on one hand, you could say, how dare you, sir? But on the other, as Herzog declares, I think Pascal couldn't have put it any better. What got me thinking about this section of his book today was how well do you have to know someone? their history or body of work to feel confident enough to come up with a quote that no one would question whether it was a fact or not. How well do you know yourself that you could say something that is both factual and true to your own existence? Nothing but big questions today. The interesting thing about Herzog is that he is often known by the sound of his voice his accent, and precise enunciation of what he says. And he would describe that there are many imitators and no one gets close to how he approaches the way he says things. Kind of makes me think of social media. We're all imitating one another and no one is getting close to authenticity. But again, I digress. Back to the power of your voice. Herzog uses a frame in the chapter titled Hypnosis to bring thoughts to form. He writes, what matters, though, is not the voice itself, but what the voice has to say. It is the content that spooks the audience. It's all about this question of what do you have to say? When I first started reading Herzog's book, I was expecting more insights into his films and stories about how he made them. But what I learned was that he made films while living a full life. He read poetry, met crazy and interesting people, traveled to the summit of Mount Olympus to wrestle power from the gods, and never stopped peering into the unknown to show us what could be known. That is one way of looking at his life, but I think we can extrapolate this into our own lives. Are we just saying words because we think people will resonate with them? or by extension like us because of those words, even if they lack conviction or lived experience? As creative entrepreneurs, I think about why people and businesses hire us. Is it because we are order takers and do exactly what they have in mind? Sometimes, yes. Or is it because of the way we look at the world and turn that into a creative expression that aligns with their own values? Again, sometimes, yes think we spend too much time working and not enough time living. Work is good. I love it. But what happens when we just work and never live? We become addicted to the sound of our own voice and not the content. We don't evoke spookiness or any emotion at all because all we know is the four walls of the cubicle or office boxing us into this boring life. Our minds decay. We can't even comprehend a life not connected to a digital reality full of gossip, endless comparison, and lay in bed at night wondering why life feels so small. 
It's not just our voice that has power, but the life and content we bring into the things we say. I've been thinking about social media a lot lately. What is the value of a system that is designed to extract value from me? And in some ways could be that its ultimate goal is to think for me. So I stay on the platform as long as I can until I naturally leave to buy stuff I don't really need. In economic terms, a lot of money. But from a human perspective, I come back to the word boring. Life is nothing more than passive life updates, posts, reels, carousels, shorts, you name it. At a certain point, we're just a cascading effect of nonstop reaction videos to reaction videos to reaction videos. Just so that we get a few more cents on the millions of views of the exact same thing. Which brings me back to Werner Herzog. Life is to be lived. And the only way to truly realize the power of your voice is not just reacting and responding to what everyone is already saying, but to find the old words that describe these new feelings. To write poetry and use words to excavate our souls. To read and explore where others have dared to tread. Long enough that we find confidence to do that ourselves. Because as long as we still have agency in our minds to think our own thoughts without fear of being controlled by an external source or system, Shouldn't we do those things with love and devotion? I really hope so. Now, go live some life. Walk around, talk to some interesting people, and listen. You might just be surprised on how it informs your own voice the next time you speak up and say what's on your mind. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.